Yo, John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. It's another glorious Sunday. And uh, yeah, Tyler Durden's a stupid name. It's not very hot in the garage. It's nice and nice and mellow. Although I've got a, I've got like a, I don't know, I've got a metal thing going on. Like it's a little bit more oranger and darker. Maybe Halloween. I don't know why. And I, I shaved here a little bit, so I'm getting, I'm getting dancing vibes. Right now, mother. Tell your children not to walk my way. I don't know. What do you think? You guys got your Halloween costumes picked out yet? I'm not. I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure. I did the uh, 80s fitness thing. And uh, last year, that was fun. The girlfriend followed the lead, so we had a duo going on it was it was a good it was a good uh halloween enjoyable halloween is uh probably it's one of my top one of my tops fourth of july exploding stuff back when i was growing up that was the greatest eh, back in california not so much because you can't it's hard to get fireworks you can't set fireworks off all summer and you know like two weeks before fourth of july to two weeks after it's just it's fireworks season we don't get that here you know he'll start he'll start horrible fires because all of the fire prevention stuff funding is um <clears throat> misappropriated hamzamir road tongue fighting next week that's cool We'll talk about upcoming fights after we get through the UFC ordeal. I didn't see every single one of them. I got home about six, started watching. Uh, kids had their, their, their like festival thingy going on, so we did that. They played. They're at that age now, man. It's it's kind of sad. Kids are at that age where you take them to one of those things and you're not playing the games and riding the rides with them anymore they're like all right later i'm gonna hang out with my friends and they run around and play with their friends for five hours it's kind of sad but at the same time we got to sit and listen to uh some live music and drink some beers and some margaritas margaritas kind of not great but the sangria was good it was a fun day it was fun we also snuck in some hot damn little hot damn bottles or fireball that's what they were not hot dams fireballs so we had fun the live music was good i haven't seen live music in a while but the ufc we got in and i mean i think i saw a good fair number of the fights i think the the first notable fight was the kapilov and the fremd fight which i don't know what you guys thought about that um, they both see, I, I don't know if it's their, the camera spraying tricks on me, but they'll both seem, kind of seem like they're, they're undersized for 85. That can 100% be just trick photography. Maybe they're always standing by big people. Maybe they're, they're really large together and you don't, they don't seem that big, but they seem to me like they're 
undersized for that weight. Like they can mostly welterweights, but I could be wrong. Could very well be wrong. <clears throat> um, friend we've seen before do pretty well, but I don't know. I wasn't blown away by either of their performances. But Kapilov is tough and managed to find a way to finish. Fremd. But it's Kapilov. How good is Kapilov, though? You know? Like, is, is he ready to throw him in there with uh, bigger names? Bigger names at 185? Because they do need new blood. He's 12 and 2. So, how many uh, UFC fights is he in here? He's been fighting for a while, huh? Lost to Robertson. Didn't fight 2020. Lost to Durav. Beat De Chirko. He's kind of up and down, huh? Claudio Ribeiro, he's got a TK over him. He's got a TK over Soriano. So he's like, knock you out or lose. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Bellator. I haven't heard heard much. There's just been the rumors flying around about PFL. Um, sorry, go back here. Uh, yeah, and then the um, Loopy Gadinias and Gumby Elise Gumby Reeds. Her arm got bent in very crazy position, and like it was nothing. Like that, that's a make note of that if you're, uh, you know, training heavy jujitsu for self defense. You get a crackhead who's flexible like that, you're in trouble if you put all your energy into trying to snap that arm. They're just gonna keep moving, keep going, keep coming at you. You gotta, you gotta do something. It's better than that. <laughs> but that's that's uh, one of those things, man. You pull that arm, and they're just like, yeah, whatever. You got to start correcting immediately. I don't know if you can keep chasing the arm if their arm just not, isn't gonna. Their arm just isn't gonna snap if it's just not gonna be tight enough for them to want to tap to it. You gotta you gotta move. You gotta move on to something. Uh, and then main, main card, main card. Nelson and, uh, Padilla. It's okay. He's kind of back and forth kickboxing for me. Uh, but I did get distracted for part of that fight. So I may be, uh, ignorant in some of it. I think I might've missed big parts of round one and one, two, round two. Yeah, but uh, what else do we have? 
the Jagos and Zahuber. Now, Zahuber was getting beat up most of this fight. Am I wrong? Tell me if I was wrong or not. Zahuber mostly getting beat up in that fight up until he was able to turn things around in round two and get the submission. Is he just that slick? Or did uh, Christos punch himself out after he, he felt he hurt Zahuber? Right, because there was some instances where it looked like um, Jagos did did some damage under our uh, our agreed upon definition of damage that we came up with here on the show. Right, so Huber looked like he definitely changed behavioral patterns because of the technique landed. I don't know, but um, either way, it takes grit and heart to get punched a lot hard in the face and continue to move forward and persevere and get yourself into a position where you can submit the guy. That's really great. That's some uh, mental fortitude. That's some real faith and belief in yourself and getting to the position you need to and getting the job done. Stephen Bradley Jones says, I think a little of both. Christos was going all out, and so Huber was smooth. That's how we like our princesses, guys. Smooth. My sons will get that joke. But yeah, um, I was almost thinking that Zahuber was going to be a little bit overwhelmed. Because he was he was getting hit, and Jagos kept the pressure on, but he he wasn't measuring himself, I guess, with that pressure. He didn't have the stamina to maintain the pressure. I think he smelled blood in the water a little bit, and then was wasn't able to finish. But then he was just done. Happens, happens. But that's uh, fourteen and one now for So Hoover. Some new blood. Now for 55-pounders. And then we get to our uh, youngest fighter in the UFC guy who um, I still think a little bit too fast, <laughs> you know, a little too fast, too much. But, you know, he's still on the main card on a fight night. The opponent is somebody who uh, that record had to have been like crazy padded somehow. Four, he was fourteen and three going into that. That guy, I'm sorry, Terrence Mitchell did not look like a seasoned veteran. He did not look like a ten plus fight veteran. It did not. Um, it was not convincing. Where are these guys fighting? Where they're getting these type of, these type of records? It's wild. I, as soon as he started moving around, he was very stiff, very zombied with the arms. And uh, <clears throat> I just did not, I was not convinced that he was a well-matched opponent at all. And 54-second knockout TKO 
Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what it was exactly was supposed to happen. They gave him they gave him a puff on his record. Why? It's just let him let him go down. See if I mean I don't know, man. It's one of the casualties of this current system, you know, because they're trying to tell a story because that story is more important than skill and ability and notoriety through winning. So they got this kid thrown in there, and now he's in a position where he's going to have to either get these type of gimme fights, which people are going to pick out and not be satisfied with, or he's going to have to get beat up by guys he's not ready for as a kid and have a short career. Instead of being able to gradually work his way up, you know, instead of being like, oh, he's the youngest kid to ever fight. You see, no, it should be like, oh, he's the youngest to have earned this place, <laughs> you know, this ranking. He's the first top 10, 19 year old in the history of the sport. Wow. Because he would have had like fought a bunch of guys and beat a bunch of worthy people to get to that, that ranking. Instead, it's just, oh, let's just tell a story. This guy's young. Let's throw him in there. He's dumb enough to fight 40-year-old men. <laughs> like, yep, no minor leagues, no golden gloves. Tyler Durden's stupid name says that. It's, it's true. It's the truth. You know, you got amateur stuff going on, but the amateur stuff, you end up, you know, paying... <laughs> Paying to fight sometimes, a lot of times, you end up having to be uh, you're required by the promoter to sell tickets. So you're 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 doing his job for him. You're training, and you got to fight, and you paid him to fight, and you got to sell tickets for him. Otherwise, he won't give you fights. He'll he'll drop you from the card if you didn't sell enough tickets. <laughs> and then if you get popular. He'll keep using you and keep like he'll give you a belt and he'll treat you nice and he'll give you a little perks, but like he'll keep you amateur and you'll end up fighting 20 times amateur. It's just, it's just, I don't know. It's a, it's a nasty business, man. Sometimes. Mm hmm. What's up? We got three people watching on Rockfin. Excellent. Thank you very much. Everybody should go to Rockfin eventually. Especially if we get kicked off of YouTube. You can't find me on YouTube. Go to Rockfin. But, um, yeah, Rosas Jr., he looked good. But, I mean, I don't think Terrence Mitchell was much of a matchup for him at all. He was, he served the purpose he was supposed to, I think. He was supposed to get finished. He was supposed to give a nice highlight win to this guy after I think he lost his last fight. Then we get into the Jack Della Maddalena and Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland made a stir the other day saying he doesn't really care about fighting for titles or working for fight titles. He just wants to win fights and, and get paid. I had made a comment on the Twitters, or the X's, whatever that is now, that, um, yeah, some of these fighters are kind of under, you know, whether they outwardly understand it or not, they get it. Like, it, 
they understand that it's not really a meritocracy type system for the titles. So your best bet is just to win fights, win fights whenever you can, win as fights as often as you can, and not worry about your rank, not worry about the titles ever. Just keep winning fights and build your notoriety and make money. Don't don't worry about anything else. That's kind of what has happened. All Pro Lamont Z is saying, uh, imagine if Sage Northcutt waited until now to make his UFC debut instead of 19. Yeah, probably would have been more ready, more prepared. Yeah. But instead, he got his face broken. Playing dudes over and one. <clears throat> that was nasty. Uh, this fight, you know, was just somebody who was dialed in. Della Maddalena and Holland. Holland is not is dialed in. He's sluice. He's sloppy. He doesn't have the combinations put together in the same way. Jack was throwing a lot of tight combinations, landing, volume combinations. On Holland, he landed bigger punches, which I thought did more damage because they're a type of punches that changed Holland's behavior in some way, made his head snap back real hard, made him run away, made him change his stance, those type of things. Um, yeah, I thought Madeline looked good. He did. I think even more pressure. Would have been, would have been good for him. But who do you guys got, Madalena fighting next to welterweight? Has he fought, been fighting welterweight for a while? I know I've seen him fight once before. But hmm, who's left? Have we seen any light? Have we seen any welterweights recently? Because Masvidal, he's he's done, right? Isn't he done? He's retired. Cody, where's Jarbrandt at? Where's or not not Jarbrandt, but Cody? What's his name? I don't know. Yeah, I like uh, I like Washington. How did the stupid name? It says Holland came in as the dog, so I declined that bet. I like Holland though. Yeah, I I have no problem watching him fight. You know, it's just frustrating because he is so. He does have a lot of natural ability as far as movement. He understands how to how to move and how to turn. So if it took somebody like that, it, he he really just focused on like technique and building a system. Even if it was like six months. Like in that time, the money that he misses in that six months where he's just training those things, he's going to come out and, and just destroy everybody and be making way more money. But what are you going to do? It's kind of like uh, Days of Thunder. It's just like Days of Thunder, guys. Right? When uh, Tom Cruise's character came in. He's driving the stock cars, and he's just running them too hard, man, making the tires go bald. And then his, his pit manager 
It's like, yo, man, you got to run it my way. And uh, he ran it his way a few times, and he was faster and didn't burn the tires out. Because he had him use better technique. There you go, Cole, right? That's the Cole trickle. He's got he's got to he's got to do <clears throat> the cold trickle. He's got to learn how to drive those corners and them turns better so he doesn't wear his tires out. He's wearing his tires out. That's what's happening. He needs it. Craig, what's Paul Craig's rank? I have no idea. I don't, I don't know what the ranks. There we go. Robert Duvall. <clears throat> what a great movie. What an abs absolute treasure of entertainment that is. Days of Thunder. If you guys haven't watched Days of Thunder in the last six months, do it. You have an assignment. It's uh, John Fish Knows Nothing Assignment. The first ever, you must watch Days of Thunder if you haven't watched it in the last six months. It's just a must. It was funny. I got my kids to watch it because we'd watch the, uh, what's the, Shake and Bake? What's that one? With Will Ferrell? And they liked that one. <clears throat> so I was like, hey, guys. This is like the movie that movie's based off of. They're like, really? Like, okay, let's watch it. Brandon Hunter, man, says, your fish-pilled series is so much better than anything in that realm of the internet. You aren't clickbaity and just offer practical advice. Thanks, Fitch. Yeah. My idea is that if uh, I'm hit by a meteor or something today, I want some stuff left behind uh so my son can look <laughs> and be like oh okay i need these lessons dad thanks so i'm not so worried about the clickbaity stuff Ooh, excuse me talladega nights that's it talladega nights yep they, they like that and saw it and one and, and were fans if you're not first you're last and I was like, well, guys, like, you got to watch the original. Because I introduced them to a lot of music, too, through Weird Al. They, they, I showed them some Weird Al music, and I'm like, hey, guys, this is based off of a real song. And then I'll show them the real songs, and then they'll be interested in that artist. Keep them away from that mumble rap garbage. <laughs> and K-pop. Stay far away. It's the Shawshank of car racing. That's not a bad analogy. Man, I remember back when Shawshank came out on HBO a long time ago. It was on like every three hours. You saw that movie like at least once a day. At least once a day. It was just on. Like maybe you only saw 10 minutes of it or an hour of it, but it was always, always on. I've seen that movie, I can't even think about how many times. It's nuts. <clears throat> you got it, Arnold. Danny Arnold, get on your assignment. Make sure you're doing that this week, guys. 
So yeah, Jack Della Madalina with the victory. He looked good. He looked tight. Punches looked hard. I like it when guys mix fights up though a little bit more. So I'm less excited when it's just patty cake fight because you know one one FC one one championship. I'm sorry, one championship. They do straight kickboxing fights, and those dudes are really good at kickboxing. Like, really good at kickboxing. So if I want to watch guys kickboxing, I'll, I'll watch that. They even do the small glove kickboxing. They do full contact small glove kickboxing. They're way better than you are. So mix it up, man. Mix it up. It's mixed martial arts. Mix it up. Mix it up, guys. Come on. As a fan, I'm telling you, mix it up. As a coach... As a former participant, yeah, makes it up. Main event was Schwenko and Grasso. And Schwenko, I just can't catch a break. I don't know. She seems a little smug. And maybe that's why uh, she's just falling short. You know, she got she got she got all fancy last fight, doing a little spinny, spinny shit. Yeah, yeah. Back kick, yeah, like showing off, right? Showing off. Grasso took her back, choked a choked a sunburn across her face. She got cute. She had to get cute. Had to get cute. And uh, I don't know a little bit more of that attitude in this fight. I I did have her winning three of the rounds, but she got dropped. She got dropped. She got dropped in one of the rounds. So it was a ten eight round. But her, I think, arrogance made her think, oh, I'm still going to win it even though I won three rounds. I don't know. Or she thought the close round was hers. I don't know. She probably should have hit the gas. She probably should have hit the gas way sooner or at all. Did she even hit the gas? Do you guys think she could have hit the gas way more than what she did? Oh, dang. So, De La Madalena is, was 13th and Holland is 9th, so that'll get mixed up this week. Hmm. Tyler did a stupid name saying, Will's weight rankings above Jack De La Madalena. Wonderboy, Shavkat. Burns, Kazmat, Bilal, Usman, Edwards. Hmm. What are we going to do? Wonder Boy's like retired. Isn't he retiring? Isn't he pretty much retired? He's close. I don't know. Make Madalena fight Burns or something. Is Kazmat even fighting welterweight, welterweight ever again? Or is he doing the 185? Is he banned? Did Dana ban him? And Dana, Dana banded him. Banded, banned. Vanguard saying hit the like button. Do it, guys. Hit the like button. You know you got uh, Super Chats available too. It's always appreciated. I need somebody to pay for my whiskey. You're thinking Wonder Boy, you're thinking 
Wonder Boy, I guess. He's holding the spot. So Kazmet is still on the list. So he's still on the welterweight list, I guess. Yeah, that dude's a monster. We need more sh Shavkat. We need more Shavkat. Lots more Shavkat. Let's go. Let's go. 17 and 0 at Welterweight. We need more Shavkat. That's the guy. That's the guy I want to see more of. Let's do it. And that's it. That's the, uh, yeah. And then, yeah, so it was a draw. It was a draw. I think. Um, Shvenko needed to hit the gas more. I think it really needed to hit the gas. What is on the horizon? We have another fight night coming up on the 23rd. It's next weekend already. Holy moly. What's happening? We're in some kind of bizarre world time warp. Wild. September 23rd already coming up. Fazeev Gamrat. What do you guys think about that, that main card matchup? Bryce Mitchell and Dan Ige back at it. Uh, okay, Ige always brings the heat. It's be interesting to see how Mitchell deals with it. Okay. Watterson Gomez, Rodriguez. I'm not a – are you big fans of the hyphen thing, guys? I'm not a big fan of the hyphen thing. It's like – I don't know. I don't know. My girlfriend made some comments, made me think. <laughs> uh, Brian Battle, AJ Fletcher could be – Fireworks. Those guys tend to sit down and punch hard. We'll see. Charles Jordan and Ramos. Who's in the preliminary card? Tim Means and Fialo. Andre Fialo. Malcoon and Brundage. Kalyei Usman. Oh, Mohamed Usman. Big Usman, <clears throat> Goldie, Inu, Inoue, I mean. So, yeah, there's, there's some fights that might be pretty decent on that card next week. Might be pretty good. So, next fight night, October 7th, Dawson Green. These guys are cranking out lots of fights, aren't they? Joe Pfeiffer and Abdul Razak Al Hassan. This should be interesting. Middleweight fight. That'd be good. Uh, Pfeiffer, some good new blood. I don't know if I know Al Hassan. We got lots of fight nights until 294. Boza, Yusuf. Arujo, Maia, Martinez, Yanez, Bayerat, 
294 is the next big one. Islam and Oliveira. Do you guys see this going any 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 different in any way? Do you? I have a hard time believing so. You know, if Oliveira is able to land some sniper-esque punches and kicks from, from range and maintain that range, then there's a slight possibility he, you know, is able to find a vulnerable spot on the chin and jawline. Maybe. Maybe a kick to the body. Fathomable, but hard to... Uh, Hard to really picture for me because I feel that he'll be tight with his defense. That he'll work inside with his hands up and his elbows down. And he's not going to force things that aren't there. And he'll be able to find his way and get to the clinch. And get into the clinch will enable him to get the easy takedown and manhandle him on the ground. Smash. He will smash the jujitsu. Floodland saying, I know it's a ways away, but thoughts on Costa Chimif. Yep, that's on that same card, huh? Gamzat and Paula Costa. Like, Costa's, I mean... What have been okay? I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. What have Costa's last fights been? Okay. 2020. He beat Rockhold. Okay. How, was he winning that fight before Rocky got knocked him out? Type of deal. Yeah, he was. He was kind of not dominating a lot of that fight. Okay, so he lost to Vittori in 2021. He lost to Adesanya. He beat Romero in 2019. He beat Uriah Hall in 2018. And he had two wins over one over Henry Hendricks and one over Bam Bowsey. Bam Gozi. Oh, yeah, three. And one over McLellan. He hasn't even really fought that many times, man. But I don't know. Uh, I think he hits a lot harder than most of the guys. Chimiev has probably, probably fought. You know, um, fought Kevin Holland, but, you know, out-wrestled him. Gilbert Burns um, gave him a decent fight. But he never landed anything super clean. And I think Polo Costa is kind of a bigger, stronger version of Gilbert Burns in some ways. Yeah, I think he's going to be fighting. I mean, this is going to be a tough fight for him. It just is. He's um, fighting one of the bigger guys he's ever fought before. You know, as far as size and strength, and he's got um, technique to back that size and strength up. 
age isn't too much of a factor. I don't know, man. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I think that Shimiev will definitely have the wrestling advantage with technique, but there will be a little bit of a power power on uh, Costa's side. So we'll see. We'll see. We will see. <laughs> Kai Wells, I hope Costa and Shimiev both show up 17 pounds overweight, fight anyway, and proceed to knock each other out via a Fedor Mitrion sequence simultaneous strike. That's a lot of that's a lot of hopes and wants. That's funny. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm wondering too. If he'll stop the takedown or if, because uh, you know it probably isn't going to be a shot. It's going to be you know punching the clinch, and is he going to be able to work? in the clinch and work off the fence and, and prevent the takedown from that. You know, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Chimiev is going to be shooting double legs on him necessarily. I don't know. Although sometimes you can, when you have that wrestling ability, you can shoot people into the fence and just keep driving and pick up legs because they don't, they don't really know how to adjust when you're changing the pressure of your attack. They don't know how to adjust hip pressure. They don't have enough experience. Yeah. So that's that's uh, that's a lot of them. Inkalev and Walker are going to be fighting. Tim Elliott and Mokev. Okay. We gotta wait a while. That's uh, October twenty first. We gotta wait a while for that, man. I think we're gonna get another bare knuckle. We've been bare knuckleless for a minute, guys. That's sad. I had to watch. I watched Game Bread to get my fix. September twenty second. So next week is the next. Is the next one, huh? Kamozi and Hunt. Oh, this is going to be some fun ones. This should be lots of fun. Yes, yeah, the main hunt and Kamozi could be interesting. Somebody with a high level of experience in MMA. Find Hunt here. Copeland. He was, uh, he's fun watching uh, Bellator, but he's here fighting Herbalus. Herlius, 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 and Copeland. That's that's a lot of meat pushing around that ring. Uh, we've seen Edwards fight before. Edwards Mano. I don't know if we've seen Mano fight, but I know we've seen Edwards. Uh, he's got some good skill. Moves pretty clean and slick. Moves ahead well. Hudson Eng. Englecore. I'm not, I don't think I've seen these guys fight. Wine Miller, I've seen Wine Miller a number of times. Vandermeer, I don't know, not familiar. Jenkins, Myronic. Myronic is, uh, 
Man, he's got a whole lot of eyebrow tissue going on there. I don't know what that's up. What's going on with that? All right, guys. All right. All right. So, little bare knuckles. Finally. Finally. I've been uh, fiending for my bare knuckles. Man. Alrighty, guys. Alrighty, guys. So, uh, that's the fights. We did some previews. If you guys are looking for private instruction, small group instruction, seminars, hit me up. Hit me up. In the uh, DMs, the social medias, whatever you can, email if you got it. Go to uh, the website. You can email me through the website. Sign up for the newsletter, johnfish.net. Big focus of mine right now is to put together a rough draft of my my system, my Fitch Mash system. And uh, I'm going to start making it available to do remote instruction from, all right? So I'm, I'm getting a lot of the videos I already have done, put together. I'll put them all together and it's, it'll be a start. <laughs> Eventually, I'm gonna turn that into, um, you know, a website and hopefully an app or an app for sure. So it'll be all contained in there. I'm, I've got a, got a guinea pig who's helped me out in Fort Wayne, Coach Cloy, and um, I'm going to start working with him, and he's going to teach some of his students, so I'll have some remote students in a sense. We'll see how that works out, and uh, i keep you guys posted. I kind of got distracted with some other side things for a while, but I'm going to get back to this. Get the uh, initial stuff all put together. I'm going through all my old videos, seeing what I have, seeing what I need to make videos of. But I'll be able to get to that. I'm slowly working, put it together. I've also got to get on the editing of <clears throat> the um, the stuff I taught this summer, the seminars I taught this summer. I got videoed those, and I videoed. Uh, one of the one of the privates or one of the self defense courses. I've figured a lot of stuff, so I'm gonna be able to make even more things available on my Gum Road for people who aren't able to come to one of my events or come uh, have me or are able to host me for a seminar. <clears throat> I'm also starting to look at. Um, I'm gonna try to relocate back to Indiana in the next couple of years. I think that's. That's something I'm going to look and put some effort and uh, energy into is getting myself out of here. And if I can get my kids into uh, a high school in Indiana for their high school years, I think that would be best. Brandon Hunter saying, anyone you wish you would have fought but didn't fought again. Uh, yeah, the GSP rematch. I wish I could have got the GSP rematch. That's the one 
thing that I could have, that would have been nice, you know, did all the improvements I make, did the change in game plan, change in attitude, mental place, would that would have been enough to get me over the top or not? And then be fine with that and move on and go to the next thing, you know? Maybe, maybe, maybe. All right, guys. Yeah, there were many fights going on. Is the world falling apart around you? Because we just had like the school thing, had their <clears throat> their church festival, you know, and it's nice. Everybody comes out, they have a beer, listen to live music, the kids play on rides. You can go on the rides and play games and win prizes. It's nice, you know. I remember doing a lot of stuff like that when I was a kid. Now it's not that many things that you can do that. The kids can just kind of roam, be free. You know, so it's nice to be able to get out and do that <laughs> with them. But yeah, guys, I'm uh, convinced that if I can relocate back to Indiana, I'll have a lot more of those type of days where um i don't know <laughs> more community stuff but less <laughs> necessary security they just don't feel safe out here man it's wild all right guys uh, that's all I got for you. That is uh, Jumpfish Knows Nothing. Check the programs in the description below. Make sure you're checking out the uh, Fitch Pills and the uh, Learn to Fights. And then if you're looking for uh, online instruction, I'm building that program. The first, I got three levels. I got three levels of fish smash, right? Three, three, de three departments, three compartments, however you want to say it, right? Amos, it stands for achieve and maintain operational standard. Get up and stay up. Two, CDSS, close the distance, subdue, submit. Third one, stand and fight, right? I compartmentalized the elements of fighting into three little systematic levels. Danny Arnold, what's up? $10 super chat saying, making sure to include an extra cent to cancel out any heartfelt FUs. Here's a little something towards the bourbon fund already. Trench appreciated, much appreciated, Danny Arnold. I could use that. Some more bourbon. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, watching. Keep checking everything out. And I'll uh, check you guys later.